Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. Damn it, Chris Hemsworth. I forgot that I added that and I didn't take it out. <laughs> the sad well, thing is that's the second time I've done this, but on I know Wednesday I actually we we really shot it the over. morning. But we're just gonna we're, yeah, it's a thing now. We're it's we're we're now. chugging forward. We we ain't gonna let that stop us, guys. It's the morning show. It's the news. <laughs> it has to show up accent at some point every show. Just like flash very briefly across. Just Chris the Hemsworth's bulging biceps. I'm in. I mean, I'm I'm down. I'm always happy to look at that photo. It makes me feel bad about myself. Um, <laughs> I need encouragement to work out. All right. I'll and Chris Hemsworth you. is all the encouragement I need. That, fair. Mm-hmm. Dude's straight jacked. Yeah. Usually, we, usually around the 20 minute mark, we start talking about some hot male actor, but I guess today we're starting. You know, we're starting off strong. Guys. Starting off strong. What's yeah. up, everybody? Welcome to another morning show, the nightly morning show here on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. If you're watching this on YouTube or catching our podcast feed later, you can watch this live. You can be in the chat. You can join us twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly come check us out 10 a.m eastern monday through friday mm-hmm. we do this show yeah. and we do the nerd news and we talk and occasionally we have guests and um that yes. won't happen for a while because we're in lockdown but yay love that was that was i i feel like i was in a good spiel there and then i it ran out of gas you know what i think i think you really nailed the essence of 2020 <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. I don't think that 2020 was ever doing great. Because even, like, pre-COVID, like, January was still, like, Australia was burning. Australia was on fire. Yeah, you know, it's true. 2020 has just been a shit show. And you know what? Your speech was not a shit show. It started off very strong. Oh, wow. We're just, we're just, we're just, we're just, swe- we're just cussing. Oh, I'm sorry. Your parents are going to text you about that. You know, you know they are. They're going to be like, my little Aria. Oh, please. Was- my parents do not watch the morning show. Like... You mean they're not here every single day? No. I don't think they've seen a single episode, let's be honest. Like, the only time they've ever been on Twitch ever, ever, maybe was, like, for, like, the wedding stuff. But they were there in person, so it might have been to, like, help out a relative. <laughs> Muddle Sporting in the chat says, it's been a pretty little dumpster fire. Like, mm. a very cute emote. If you guys aren't on Twitch, you're missing Cheers out on that. a very cute emote. I love a cute dumpster fire. I feel like I feel like that's what you could call that's me like in college. Me. <laughs> you are a cute dumpster fire. Thank you. But you're my dumpster fire. Aww. I need a fire extinguisher. Um, y'all, it is a Friday show, uh, yes. which means we're a little loosey goosey because it's been a long week. Yep. The Friday and, shows are always a little. Well, and we get up early on we Fridays do. We to also... watch Mandalorian. So we've had a long week, and also it's we have to get up that hour earlier. Because we love Star Wars. <laughs> because we love Star Wars. Uh, we are not going to be talking spoilers for this morning's episode. Please do no. not worry. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. know, um, you, I, I, as someone who has been awaiting um, episodes like this one for a long time, I know how important it is to see it for yourself. Yes. Uh, so please enjoy the 13th chapter of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. uh, and uh, avoid everything on the internet until then. Uh, yeah. Seriously, don't go on Facebook or Twitter or anything. Like, like... Like, try and watch it as soon as possible. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you're probably going to get spoiled. We're, we're really not going to say anything about it uh, because we can't mm-hmm. without giving stuff away. Um, you and know. there's something in the episode that Disney's not going to be able to hide for long that they're going to have to start talking about publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that um, was a cool moment to hear in the show and that, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't want to learn about it another way. No, no, no. So definitely, definitely try and watch it um, as soon as you can, or yeah. just avoid social media, so you don't get. Thank spoiled. you for that lurk, dill pickle. Enjoy your meditation. To all of our lurkers in the chat, we see you. Well, uh, I mean, we, we don't see you. We just we we appreciate you. We we feel the vibes. We feel the, the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So y'all, before we get into the news, uh, I just wanted to throw out really quickly. I know that um, since we're talking about. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, I know that typically Sundays on the Nerdy Nightly are Star Wars Sundays. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I am not going to be able to do this week. I uh, just wanted to let you know that we're canceling that stream because I am headed to New York as soon as the show's over. Yeah. Um, to spend the weekend 
cleaning out my storage unit Mm -hmm. and um, moving the last kind of like parts of my life out of that city, which is really, it's weird to think about. I've lived in New York the last 10 years of my life Mm -hmm. and now I I don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. No, it's good. It's good. I'm happy, you know, I'm happy with our life and, you know, we're moving forward and moving up and, uh, but it is, it's a bittersweet, it's a bittersweet thought um, Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, there's been this, like, tether there still. Yeah. Um, and now there won't be. Yeah. And that is, uh, it's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. And stressful. Like, crossing the border in a pandemic is going to be stressful, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just going to be, like, frustrating, you know? Like, yeah. they're going to be like, what are you doing? No, I mean, I've called... I've, I've talked to the border on both sides. I've talked... To, like, I've literally talked to everyone I need to talk to. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, everything is going to be okay mm-hmm. with that. It's more just complicated and, you know... Totally. Yeah. Yep. Um, 100%. Mel the Bard in the chat says, Toronto is just like New York with less... Hey, I'm walking here. Hey, I'm walking here. Exactly. There's also not as many tall buildings. Like, after, no, like, no, seeing no. New York, I was like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. New York is on... Un- well, actually, no. Tokyo's like that as well. Tokyo... To- oh, yeah. Yeah. Tokyo has a similar vibe to New York. Cool. Um, I thought Toronto was a big city until I saw New York. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, no. There's, like, big cities like Toronto, and then there's, like... Just, like... To steal a term from um, Judge Dredd, there's mega cities. And, like, New York City is, like, a mega city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chicago's like that. Downtown Chicago is so big. Oh, my God. Um, Tokyo's like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Canada doesn't really have anything that that's vibe that that's the same vibe. Toronto is probably the closest, but even still, it doesn't have that just like blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks of like huge tall buildings. Like, yeah. you know, it you, you don't feel like the world's like caving in on you because you can't see the sky. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it comes down to space, right? Yeah. Like, um, New York City just doesn't have the space. Because not in all of New York City's tall buildings. Once you go to Queens, once you go out to Long Island, once you go to New Jersey, um, it's it's, it's very different. Um, And Tokyo, um, here the wind in the chat is saying, like, there's districts of Tokyo that aren't so massive feeling. Um, But there there are enough districts in Tokyo that are just... If you ever walk through Shibuya, it's uh, it's an experience unlike anything else. It's a shopping district in um, Tokyo. And Shibuya, the first time I walked... I, I lived in New York. Like, I flew from New York to Tokyo. And I still walked through Shibuya being like, wow. Like, yeah. this is... This is wild. There's yeah. 10-story tall electronic stores. There's a Disney store that's inside of a mall it, it, that is... Yeah, it's just... There's, like, a four-story Disney store that has this, like, little parapet you can walk up in. Like, it's... Shibuya is insane. Yeah. Um, especially on Halloween. And once all the COVID's over and it's safe to be in large groups, uh, the Shibuya Crossing on Halloween is one of the most amazing experiences. You'll like you literally can't you can't go where you want to go because everyone is so packed. You're outside, but everyone is so packed together that you have to like get into a lane and just like follow that lane. Wow. Because it's just you're just getting jammed together. It's oh man, it was one of the weirdest nights of my life. <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying. Um, but also like one of the most fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, if you have good vibes this weekend, please send them my way for my crazy New York trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, but David will be having a stream on Monday instead to make up for Sunday. Guys, Monday. Guess what's coming Monday? Ned Flanders. <laughs> 1 p.m. Eastern time. Twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nightly. It's the Ned Flanders stream. Yay. <laughs> Why are you like that? You want the mustache gone. I know. There's I two do. things that have to happen before the mustache can go I away. I know. Ron Burgundy and Ned Flanders. Um, everyone who made my November pledge happen, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and what, what did we say? De- December 1st for Ron Burgundy? I thought we were going with the 2nd for Wednesday, the hump day. Oh, yes. December 2nd. Yeah. Wednesday next week, uh, the morning show will be hosted by uh, Clarus, as always. Uh, I will not be here. Uh, Ron Burgundy, the famed newscaster, is going to be on the couch with my wife, uh, giving you guys the nerd news. Uh, he, he usually does normal, like, everyday local news. Uh-huh. So um, how Ron Burgundy ha- handles nerd news is going to be fun to watch. Oh, boy. Uh, so that'll be Wednesday next week. Um, yeah, it's going to be something. Yeah. I'm just, I'm excited for the mustache to go, if I'm being honest. I'm going to miss it. 
Yeah. Uh, y'all, I think it's time to get into some news. Yeah, let's do it. What's up, internet? My, I don't know why I just started the. Are you okay? Not really. It's been a long week. Sorry. In Netflix news, November 29th, 2020 is a big day for fans of the character Daredevil, otherwise known as Matt Murdock, of course, uh, following that Stanley naming convention where uh, names are alliterative. Uh, I love that word, alliterative. Um. Matt Murdock and the character of Daredevil are returning to Marvel on November 29th because it will have officially hit that two-year period where Netflix is no longer in active production on any uh, series or, or movie with the character. Yeah. Uh, and so the rights are going to come back to Marvel. And we are going to start seeing Marvel maybe talking about some of these Defenders characters, uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and how they might fit into the MCU. Mm-hmm caveat here there are a lot of people who want the uh, Matt Murdock from the Netflix show to continue on one of those being Vincent D'Onofrio the uh, actor who played Kingpin in that series Mm -hmm. who have recently retweeted a petition that you can go sign in order to uh, try and get Marvel to bring back that Daredevil wow yeah okay he's like really pushing for it yeah I mean I understand why he is Season three of Daredevil is one of the greatest seasons of television ever made. Um, okay. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin versus uh, Charlie Cox's um, Matt Murdock in mm-hmm. season three of Daredevil is one of the most fascinating, like, her- hero versus villain battles that has ever been put to film. And I think that it is, it's, it's, a, it's really a perfect season of television. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The final, the final battle between Bullseye, Kingpin, and Daredevil in that season is one of the coolest action sequences that has ever. Because none of them really have superpowers. Like Bullseye always hits, and Daredevil is blind but can still see. Like those are the superpowers in the fight. So it's a very, it's a brawl. Yeah. And it is just, it's one of the most remarkably choreographed pieces of fight choreography I've ever seen. Wow. It's brutal. It's brilliant. Um, and it is... Um, Mel the Bard brings up the hallway fight, which is great. The hallway fights in Daredevil are unbelievable. But they're not character-driven. Um, mm-hmm. There's no, there's no like, emotional weight to those hallway fights, yeah. really. Um, they're just brutal and they're just incredible. Mm-hmm. Saying just incredible is kind of silly, but... Um, the, the the battle... the It's a... Ba- the war. You know, like, this this battle between these three men Mm -hmm. um who all have very emotional connections to each other by that point in the season Mm -hmm. is the the emotional connection is so deep that the brawl takes on this extra meaning yeah and it just is it's so it's so 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 good honestly there's a part of me that says you don't need to continue that daredevil right that it ended well well you told the perfect story for him right like you you told the perfect matt murdoch daredevil story in that battle with kingpin mm-hmm. um so i don't know I, I think that they're definitely going to eventually bring daredevil into the marvel cinematic universe i yeah. think that you have to s- see him hang out with spider-man like yeah. it just has to happen um yeah i really i really 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 want tom holland to there's a famous comic book line um where uh spider-man pretends to be daredevil in court to get, because uh, uh, everyone thinks that Matt Murdock, because Matt Murdock's a lawyer. Okay. Uh, so Matt Murdock is, Daredevil's like on trial. I, I can't remember all the details, but uh, Matt Murdock is representing Daredevil. And so Peter Parker shows up as Daredevil um, in court so that people don't think that Matt Murdock is Spider-Man, or so that people don't think Matt Murdock is Daredevil. Yeah. So to help him save his secret identity, Spider-Man dresses up, because they're like best friends in the comics. They're really, really close. And it's a great storyline, but because it's Tom Holland, I just want to see Tom Holland try and pretend to be Daredevil. A hundred percent. Like, I just think that that would be one of the funnier scenes in MCU to me. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would watch just that. Especially because Charlie Cox's Daredevil is so, like... And I just want to see Tom Holland in that freaking Daredevil helmet be like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so wait, so, so, um, he would, he wouldn't be the lawyer, he would be Daredevil. 
Yeah, Tom Holland would be in the Daredevil suit. Oh, I thought you meant Tom Holland would be Matt Murdock. No, everyone like, knows what Matt Murdock looks like. How would that happen? I was very no, confused. No, Peter Parker is also not a lawyer. No, I know. That's why I was like, how would that work? <laughs> Although, like, Peter Parker, as Peter Parker, having to defend Daredevil in court would also be hilarious. Right? That's why I was like, this is absurd, but I love it. I'm here no, for it. No, 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 no. Okay. Spider-Man puts on the Daredevil that. costume. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Does it fit well? <laughs> in the comics, they're more similar physically. Okay. In the te- in, in, in Tom Holland and Charlie Cox are not the same size, same size humans. Yeah. It would actually be very funny if he came in and it just didn't fit. It's just like hanging off of him. Oh, wow. I didn't know I needed this until oh, today. Oh, man. But... I know. Tom Holland and Charlie Cox. I, I want that. I, I yeah. And like, you know, I do want that. I, yeah. I Charlie Cox was really, really, really good as Matt Murdock. He yeah, re- he really he nailed it. He did, and I would love t- for them to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Disney is going to be interested in bringing back the world of the Netflix shows just because they are very dark. Um, uh, yeah, Jessica Jones is dark. <laughs> um, so it's 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 it, yeah, Jessica Jones mm-hmm. is definitely dark, and the comics are dark. Like the comics are able to be darker than the TV and movies are. Mm-hmm. The comics of Jessica Jones are way darker than the the, the television series, which is wild. Um, uh, Angus LV in the chat is asking, "What's the backstory? Why did Marvel lose rights to Daredevil?" Mm-hmm. So Angus, um, Marvel never actually lost the rights to Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Marvel sold the rights to Daredevil. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, there was a period in time where Marvel Comics was in really, really, really bad shape. Um, Wild. Financially, like they were, uh, there was a point where it looked like Marvel Comics was going to uh, be bought by DC. Um, like, like the Marvel financials were really bad. Wow. And so Marvel sold off all of the, like, film and television rights to a bunch of different places. It's why Universal owns the rights to the Hulk, um, mm-hmm. and why there's no solo Hulk movie in, um, the MCU after the Incredible Hulk, and it's because Disney doesn't want to work with Universal to make that film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's why Spider-Man was sold to Sony, it's why the X-Men franchise was sold to Fox. Like, Marvel was selling off the film and TV rights because they were literally going to go under. Mm-hmm. At the time, it didn't seem like as big a deal because you've got to understand, like, this was the... I think this was in the 90s, and there, there were no superhero movies being made. Like, mm-hmm. the only superhero movie at the time was Blade, um, which was a hit, but, like, an R-rated hit. So it was definitely financially less successful. For sure. Um, and so, essentially, like, Marvel split its properties among a bunch of different companies and said, you make movies, you make TV shows. We don't make movies and TV shows. Do what you want with this. Mm-hmm. Um... The, the fallout of that kind of came home to roost for Marvel when suddenly they had Iron Man, but they didn't own the rights to their their, their big stars. They didn't own X-Men. They didn't own the, the, the big boys, mm-hmm. uh, the A-listers, as they're often referred to. They yeah. only owed, owned their C and D-list heroes. Because you, you also have to remember, like, when Iron Man the movie came out, no one was buying Iron Man comics. Like, Iron Man was not a star of the Marvel Universe. Really? Um, he was he was a major player, but yeah, like yeah. Iron Man, Iron Man wasn't Iron Man wasn't like everybody's favorite hero. Iron Man right, like right, he is right. now. Right. Um, Captain America wasn't like the biggest selling comic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thor certainly wasn't the highest selling comic. Mm-hmm. Like these were not the 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 heroes that Marvel was backed on. It was X Men. It was Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those are kind X Men and Spider Man. You know what I mean? It's literally Marvel is built on Wolverine and Spider Man mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, and the um, the the change that the MCU brought to the whole franchise. Like, the MCU literally dragged these D-list characters into A-list. Thor is now an like A-list need character. something. Yeah. But seriously, Thor is an A-list character. Iron Man is an A-list character. Captain America is... 100%. Captain America is synonymous with, um, like, America now. Like, yeah. the Chris Evans, Steve Rogers, Captain America has become, the, like, a cultural moment. Yeah. Um, in a way that I never expected. Mm-hmm. People know who War Machine is. You know what I mean? People know who Rocket Raccoon is. Star Lord, the Guardians of the Galaxy was like D D. No, the Guardians of the Galaxy didn't exist. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy was like a mediocre comic book. Mm -hmm. Um, and not not that the writing was mediocre, but like sales, like it was like uh, I mean, yeah. Like the 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 change that the MCU has brought to Marvel Comics Mm -hmm. 
which isn't the change that happened in DC, right? DC owned all of the rights to all their big heroes. Yeah. So the movies that they made were Superman, Batman, Batman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Aquaman, you know, Aquaman's kind of a cultural joke. My favorite superhero, but culturally is a joke. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, he's still one of the original seven. Mm -hmm. Um, DC never lost those rights, so they were able to make those because they're partnered with Warner Brothers and, you know, they were able to do that themselves. Right. Um, And part of that is the success of Batman 1989, the Donner Superman films. Like, they knew that they wanted to own those things Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. in the 80s, uh, 70s and 80s, they'd already had success with those properties. Interesting. Um, So Marvel basically did what it needed to survive. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. and now, now the deal is that, so if Netflix doesn't make Daredevil content for two years, then they get the rights back. That's how that works. Uh, so basically, when you buy the rights, you have to put it, depending on the contract that you sign with Marvel, totally. um, you have to put something into active production. Um, uh, within a uh, two-year span, sometimes I think Spider-Man's mm-hmm. is a five-year span. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you have to put something into active production at various steps in that process yeah. uh, in order to retain the rights. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, there was a point where I, I'm pretty sure there was a rumor that Amazing Spider-Man, was uh, the Andrew Garfield one, was made because Sony was about to lose the rights to Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Um, and so that's why they rushed that film out. Gotcha. Um, and so, there, the, yeah, different rights, con- different contracts have different uh, lengths that you can go without making something. Gotcha. The Netflix deal appears to, um, if if public knowledge is correct, mm-hmm. um, the Netflix deal appears to be two years, and the two years on Daredevil runs out on Sunday, November 29th. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marvel, Marvel will be getting the rights to Daredevil back this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the subsequent, uh, based on when those other series ended, because you know, obviously the last season of Jessica Jones was after um, the last season of Iron, Kate, Iron, uh, Iron Fist, Fist and last season of Luke Cage. So mm-hmm. when those two-year marks come up in the next year and a bit, um, Marvel will slowly accumulate those properties back into the fold as well. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, Netflix is not, uh, Netflix and Marvel are not currently working together. So mm-hmm. Netflix will not be putting any of those things back into production. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're essentially waiting out the clock, but everybody knows that Netflix is letting the rights go back to Marvel. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like, I, what Marvel did, or not Marvel, what Netflix did with season one of Jessica Jones was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think season two was that great. And I don't think it was received particularly well. So it makes sense that they're just like, oh. I enjoyed season two. Yeah. Enough. I did. I, I liked. I liked um, the wild. I liked where Wildcat was headed. Um, I re- I really ended up enjoying her storyline, and I liked Nuke, um, the mm. the steroids guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's been a while. Names are escaping me, but like, it, yeah, I honestly like I I don't remember a ton of season two because I tried so hard to watch it. I was like, season one was so good. And season two just felt like a slog to me. I was like... Oh, it definitely I, had a different like, kind of focus. Like, season one was so focused. Mm-hmm. That's what season three of Daredevil had. It was so... Fo- like, season yeah. three of Daredevil was so focused on the relationship between Kingpin and Daredevil. Yeah. Um, season one of Jessica Jones was so focused on the Purple Man and Jessica. Oh, um, David Tennant. Uh, Angelus LV in the chat asked, does the same can be applied to Punisher also, or is it a different story? Uh, yes, Angus. So, um, Marvel Punisher, I believe, came out almost a year after Netflix's, or after, uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, so I think Punisher will probably, I don't have the dates, but the Punisher will probably revert back to Marvel in a year. Um. If they don't decide to make more Punisher. I don't think they can. I think that, like, Marvel has to be somewhat attached. And since Mm -hmm. Marvel's like, we're not working with you on this, their Netflix can't move forward. Oh, it's kind of a weird, yeah, it's kind of a weird, is... it wasn't, it wasn't the best, in my limited understanding, it wasn't the best break off of that relationship. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Melibard says, I could watch a whole show of him just doing alley fights and shooting at houses. He's talking about The Punisher. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's John Bernthal, the actor, who is really, really, really good in everything. <laughs> um, he, God, what a, what a, what a launching pad he had in um, Walking Dead. Who's he in Walking Shane. Dead? Shane. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, of course. I can literally see he, him in my head. I've he seen lucked out parts of so much in mm-hmm. getting to be in the highest rated part of Walking Dead, like the yeah. blow up of Walking Dead. Yeah. And then getting to 
it's, uh, spoilers for like season one of Walking Dead, I guess. No, he, um, like, yeah, he dies like very early on. Ten years ago. Um, and he died at a point where the show was at the height. It was a peak, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, he's not affiliated with any of the, like, malaise of Walking Dead. Yeah. So he literally just got that pop from the show. And then yeah. his career, uh, you know, obviously he's, he's done uh, a lot. And he's just totally. He's. So, I he's wonder. So I wonder. I love if, him so much. I wonder if he was like, oh dang, like I, I die off, and the show's doing so well, like this, like kind of like sucks. And I wonder if he's now just like. Yes. I think if it was a network TV show, he'd feel that way because the money would be so much more. But because mm. it's AMC, um, his like just like how much money he can make long term is actually limited by AMC's um right. contracts. That's fair. Um. Uh, just, you know, you can't sell Walking Dead into syndication in the same way that you can sell a network television show totally. because of rights and standards and mm-hmm. stuff. Walking Dead is a little bit grotesque for TLC. Um, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you are interested in uh, Daredevil or The Defenders, they are going back to Netflix. Or sorry, they're leaving Netflix and they're leaving going back Netflix. to Marvel. Going back to Marvel. Uh, so you're going to be getting some very, um, some Defenders content from Marvel soon, I'm sure. They're not going to let Daredevil sleep. He's too strong a character. Totally. Um, yeah, so many people love him. Like, you, there's a lot you can do with it. Yeah, they're 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 gonna they're gonna use that to their advantage for sure. How you do Daredevil in a MCU style universe? I don't know. Um, he's a pretty brutal physical character. I don't know how they're going to be able to do it. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, your uh, Melvin Bard's mom met. Um, John Bernthal on a flight and said he was so nice and genuinely still shocked people were fans of him. How? Dude. That's so funny. <laughs> Dude is like, he's, he's, he's the best. I yeah. love him. Yeah. John Bernthal's one of like my favorite people. Okay. Like he's just like, every interview I've seen of him, I got to see him at Comic-Con a few times. Mm, yeah. Because uh, Walking Dead always had a panel at Comic-Con back mm-hmm. in the day. And it, back in the day um, at New York Comic-Con... They changed this where they emptied the big hall out between panels. Yeah. But it used to be that if you wanted to be in the big panel on Saturday night, you had to sit through panels all day. Um, everything in the panel before that. Right. Um, and so I caught the Walking Dead panel every year because it was before the Avengers panel and it was mm-hmm. before the, you know, whatever the big Saturday night panel was. Totally. Um, and so I, 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 I sat through the Walking Dead panel every year and they would show the first episode of the new season. And, <laughs> um because The Walking Dead always premiered on the Sunday night of New York Comic Con. Oh, wow. Every year. Wow, um, So okay. the Saturday, it was like the big panel before the show premiered the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Anglis LV says, can you elaborate a little bit on Spider-Man? What exactly would Sony have to do to retain and not lose rights? Is it always uh, have to be a movie or can it also be something else like a video game? Uh, Anglis, uh, that is actually a really interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man is in a different bracket than... Um, the Netflix shows now. So Spider-Man's deal was changed in order to bring Spider-Man into the MCU. That just happened recently, didn't it? I mean, yeah, five years ago now. Oh. Yeah, because when did did Homecoming come out? Um, Spider-Man Homecoming would have been four years ago now. Is it that long? No. Yeah. Three? No, because it was... Yeah, I think it was 2016? I might be wrong. Um, so the deal would have had to have been at least a year before 2017, that. 2017. Three 2017. Uh, so the deal was probably still five years old, though. Yeah. Because um, uh, production. and mm-hmm. um, So because Sony and Marvel are working together uh, for at least two more Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. uh, one of those might not be a Spider-Man solo movie. That might be Spider-Man in another Marvel property. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that deal could extend past that point. Um Marvel and Sony have changed that deal, and I don't know what the new terms of that deal are. I will say, because of the Spider-Man films that Sony has in production now, mm-hmm. uh, it does not look like there's going to be a five-year break in Spider-Man films anytime soon, Yeah. Uh, because we are going to be getting Venom 2. Uh, there is supposedly the Silver and Black, the Silver Sable Black Cat movie coming. There is supposedly a Sinister Six movie coming. Uh, and I'm sure we are going to continue to get Spider-Man films with Tom Holland past yeah. the MCU deal if they don't extend it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Anglis, uh, they, they just have a different contract with Sony now in order to keep seeing, um, uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. They have, uh, altered the deal. Yeah. Uh, and that will continue through, um, Spider-Man 3, whatever the sequel, uh, 
is that they're currently filming is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen beyond that because the contract will end after Spider-Man 3 and Tom Holland appears in a another Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, that will be the end of the current iteration of the Sony Marvel deal. Um, however, I personally think that both companies are going to see that there's money in it and they're going to, they're, they're going to, they're going to be fine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, they'll work something out for, yeah. Uh, but I remember, I remember people like the buzz about this deal, you mm-hmm. know, cause people really wanted, um, uh, they really wanted Spider-Man in the, the Marvel movies. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, people were very excited for it and, and he belongs there. The, there. Like, yeah. His appearance in Civil War is so good. It is. Under ruse. It's so good. It's just right. And, like, yeah. I can't imagine Infinity War and Endgame without Spider-Man. No. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't imagine those kind of stories without Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, and, obviously, I you know, Peter Parker might not be the Spider-Man forever in that universe. I think eventually they'll transition to Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Um, because Miles Morales is dope. Yeah. Like, there's no... You don't even need another reason. Miles Morales is an incredible character um, whose game I haven't played yet, and I'm still sad about it. We're gonna get Um, a PS5, I promise. One day. Yeah. I should have... Yeah. What? Nothing. I'm just sad. I want to play Spider-Man. I have... uh, I'm trying to find a PS5, y'all, but it's impossible. It's tough. It's impossible. I know, I'm sorry. Walmart put some more on sale on Wednesday night, and they sold out within 10 10 seconds. seconds. What the heck? Do you know what my computer did for those 10 seconds? It tried to load the page. I'm so sorry. And we got that sweet, sweet fiber internet, too. Sony, I am trying. Sony. Take my money. I am trying to give you my money. Like, I am trying to give you hundreds of dollars of my money. I'm trying let me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, y'all, speaking of video game news, uh, we have some really interesting news coming out of Japan. Yes. Which uh, my brother in the chat, Hero of Wind, helped me uh, do some research on um, because I'm, I, I couldn't figure out how much uh, things cost there because I can't search the Nintendo eShop. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in Japan this week, uh, the big release was thought to be uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, mm-hmm. the new Legend of Zelda game that is a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best games Nintendo made in la- the last decade. For sure. Um, everyone was expecting that to be the top of the charts, but it wasn't. Yeah. And it wasn't even close. Yeah. Um, in a surprise sweep. <laughs> in a surprise sweep. Uh, so uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, uh, which released on the 20th, uh, opened uh, and sold an estimated 173,215 copies, um, which is a, a big release. Like, that's excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, not a, that's not a number that I think Nintendo's very upset with. No, gosh. However, coming in at a little more than double that, uh, the game Momotaru Dentetsu Showa Haisai Raiwa Mo Taiban, <laughs> which is the longest name uh, ever. For the train game. <laughs> it's the train game. Um, yeah. But uh, that game came in with a whopping 345,697. More than double the sales of um, uh, Hyrule, Warriors. Hyrule Warriors. Now, there was a point where I was like, all right, well, here's the thing. I wonder if Hyrule Warriors mm-hmm. is a full price game. I don't know this Momotaro Dentetsu series. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just cheaper, and so it was easier for people to buy. Mm-hmm. And Hyrule Warriors is slightly more expensive at 7,920 yen versus um, uh, uh, Momotatsu coming in at 6,930 yen. Mm-hmm. Um, but at 6,930 yen, that's still about 70 American dollars. That's still a full price game. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised to see a Legend of Zelda title be so thoroughly walloped in sales like that. Well, here's here's the thing. I don't think Nintendo expected it either. No, I, probably not. You if you're Nintendo, and you're putting out a Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I, it should be pointed out. Nintendo's fine because these are oh. both Nintendo games. Oh. Their <laughs> their competition is themselves. <laughs> so at the end oh, of the so day, they are laughing. They are. Oh, so at, they're fine. At the end of the day, Nintendo is going. We beat ourselves and two games made a lot of money wow well and like you said i don't think nintendo is upset with those numbers for age of climate no you know what i mean like they're not bad by any means it's just so funny that this train game (laughs) 
sold that many copies. And it's not that much less expensive. No. You know? Um, but it's just, um, uh, this is total sales uh, total for sales. both of those games uh, in that week. Um, so, yes, it, that is their total sales. Um, I, I think that what I think that what's interesting here is that um, I, if you look at this, the number here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the next-gen console games came out that week. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Um, uh, Miles Morales, a Sony game. Mm-hmm. Like, there were uh, the, the, the big uh, next-gen console releases not at the top of that list. Sony or, or Nintendo games still top that list. Interesting. And I think that part of that might be that it is almost impossible to get a console mm-hmm. for the next-gen consoles. I think that the, the yeah. sales are hurt by the fact that it is difficult to get those consoles. To actually get a if, way to play them. If you're playing a PS5 game, like, how do you get... I Because I, I don't want to buy Miles Morales for PS4, really. I want to buy it for the PS5. Totally. I want to play it on the PS5. So, yeah. like, I will buy it when I can get a PS5. And I think that there's a lot of people in a similar vote to me mm-hmm. um and totally. so i think that it's an interesting case of did did these games crush as much because there are a lot of people who have nintendo switches particularly in japan where the the console oh, is for sure you know yeah and, and you, you can't know. ride the subway there without seeing multiple people playing a nintendo switch no you can't like you know when That's i was there amazing. you know the, the the thing i bonded with people the most over was that i always have my nintendo switch on me yeah um and so the it, it it's just like a culture the switch is very like culturally effusive there mm-hmm. um in a way that maybe these next gen consoles aren't yet and so it's harder to sell these games at the level if the consoles aren't out there for you to sell the games at that level for sure yeah. for sure like you said you know we there are games that we want but there, we're waiting for a PlayStation 5 to get them on because we don't want them at the previous console like we want we want to keep upgrading. We want the, the new ones. And uh, uh, Laser yeah. Gunner in the chat is saying, that's why scalpers are a problem for the companies. They make a lot more money off of games than the consoles. And that's this is what we talked about yesterday. Totally. Was that yesterday? Yes. Two days ago? Uh, whatever. The scalpers video. Um, the I would be buying PS5 games if I could get my hands on a PS5. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Sony would have half of our money. The scalpers, like... the scalpers who have their... Literally half. Um, the scalpers who have their 3,000 PS5s on a shelf waiting to sell them for someone on eBay, mm-hmm. they're not buying games. So Sony is not profiting off of those consoles in the way that they want to. Yeah, no, they're just... And it just becomes a problem. Out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a problem for Sony. It's a problem for Microsoft. It's, it's, it's a problem for the industry. In yeah. that, you know, it's the same thing with the GPU scalping issue where people aren't getting the high-end GPUs mm-hmm. and so they're probably not going to buy the high-end game that needs the high-end GPU until they have the GPU that they can play the game on. Yeah. Because you're not playing Cyberpunk on a 1080. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not the way that you want to. Yeah. Especially, like, it's so wild to think that, like, we've come so far that already, like, a 1080 is not as... I, yeah, anyways, that's well, crazy. Well, you know, look at the, our, our graphics card is struggling a little bit with Valhalla, and we have an amazing graphics card. Yeah, you know we have I mean? a 2070. Now, granted, that might be Ubisoft. Yeah, probably Ubisoft. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's Ubisoft. Uh, but it is, it's just very Still. interesting. Um, uh, Miller says, yeah. I see Nintendo game ads on trains all the time, but none for other consoles. Yeah, Nintendo just owns that market. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. The and Japanese market is the the Japanese market is absolutely dominated by Nintendo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this this we weren't actually going to talk about this today, but the, I I did read this. Uh, something interesting about the Japanese release of Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm-hmm. is that it's bloodless. Um, and uh, no one knows why. What? Yeah. So there's a there you can turn the blood effects in Assassin's Creed Valhalla on and off. Uh-huh. Um, but even if you turn off, if you turn them on in the uh, Japanese version, there's still no blood. Yeah, no one knows why yet. What? Yeah, I think it's just a bug, like everything else in that game is. It's but, always um, a bug. It's always a bug. Ubisoft, it's always a bug. Um, mm-hmm. The wow. crazy thing is, we talk about them like Ubisoft. I, I get that they probably don't love that I make fun of the bugs so much, but at the same time, Ubisoft, I buy all of your games and I constantly talk like, about how much on. I love them. So you can't be that mad at me. Yeah, I'm still desperately trying to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You're just making it hard for me to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Angelus is asking, uh, what are your thoughts on companies letting users play higher quality games based on subscriptions like Ubisoft Plus without actually having to buy a game copy? Um. I'm, I'm, 
if it works, Angulus, I'm interested in it. I didn't know that that was a thing. Well, like Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, but this is higher quality games. Not. I think. I think that. I. I think he just means like. um, Like AAA titles. Okay. So what? So do you know what the perks of Ubisoft Plus are? I don't. I've never actually heard of Ubisoft Plus until this comment. Okay, interesting. I'm assuming it's like Game Pass? Interesting. Uh, that's something that we're going to have to look into because I actually, that's, that is news for us. Um, I would have no problem with that. I don't want more subscription services if I'm being honest. Like I just don't. I, I, I just let me buy the game. Yeah. Um, but if the subscription service exists and Ubisoft can make money off of it, then that's great. Um, I would just hate it if it was you had to do the subscription service to play the game. Yeah, that would kind of yeah, because I don't be want garbage. I don't want a subscription service to every game studio. I don't no. want my CD Projekt Red subscription. I don't want my, you know, I would do maybe a Nintendo subscription, uh, just because I already have one anyway. Um, you have a Nintendo subscription? Yeah, it's like twenty dollars a year, and you get access to the, on the Switch. You get access to a bunch of um, original Nintendo games. And you get access to the... All, you have to pay to uh, play online on the Switch. Oh, interesting. Um, you have to have a subscription to all of them to play online. Uh, in uh, PlayStation, it's the PlayStation Plus, And then in Xbox, it's Xbox Gold. Uh, both of those services, I believe, are 60 to $70 a year American. Uh, and Nintendo's is $20 a year American. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay, um, okay. Uh, the Nintendo one's very worth it. Um, there's a lot of great original Nintendo games on there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, that's how... I hadn't played Zelda 1 or Zelda 2 in years. And I played them on the Switch mm-hmm. uh, because I got them with my $20 subscription. Yeah. Um, I, Ubisoft Plus allows you to play games available from Ubisoft Plus with all access included. Honestly, dude, here's the thing. Like, video games are expensive to make. Uh, look at what's going on with the Avengers game. Like, they lost a crap ton of money because they yeah. sold 60% of the units they thought they were going to sell. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I don't. I don't mind. Yeah, Ubisoft trying to make money, but once it becomes an exclusive thing, mm-hmm. then I kind of get a little like irked. I was thinking it's not gonna work. No, like I think like um, you know, like there are a lot of people who who just don't want another subscription, and mm-hmm. it you know I think something like that if they made it like an exclusive thing would hurt Ubisoft eventually, honestly. Um, I think the difference between Ubisoft Plus and Xbox Game Pass is that I don't... And it's kind of the problem I have with HBO Max right now is... And and Disney Plus even to an extent. is like I don't want to pay for like one thing a month in my subscription service. Mm-hmm. Um, and like right now I kind of pay for Disney Plus to watch Mandalorian and I'm okay with it because it's the Mandalorian. Yeah. But... The nice thing about Netflix is that it is a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. You pay your subscription service and you get access to a bunch of different things. Yeah. Um, you don't get that from a Ubisoft Plus. You're getting Ubisoft games, mm-hmm. which they're maybe putting out two or three a year. Yeah. Like you're paying to, to play two or three a year, mm-hmm. which is, it just feels, I don't know how that works long yeah. term for them. You know what I mean? Like I just don't understand... How, like how much would that cost with Xbox Game Pass? There's hundreds of games. Like it just yeah. is a different beast. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wonder, like, like if it was, if it maybe if it was low enough. Like, I wonder what Ubisoft Plus goes for. Yeah, but if it's if it's too low, like say it's two bucks a month, right? Mm. Which would be insane. It's not gonna be two bucks a month, but yeah. Like in order to recoup the cost of one game at sixty dollars, or you know at seventy dollars, like they are now, mm-hmm. uh, that's American. Um, you're you're that's that's thirty five months of sales of that person being consistent. That's three years, and that three years yeah. you're paying out five other games. Like I just the math of it just doesn't really make sense. To yeah, me. no, that's that's fair. Um, Hulu has a Black Friday special on now. One ninety nine for twelve months. Deal ends Monday. That's not bad. 24, 24 bucks, bucks for, the, for year. the year. Yeah. Is there anything on Hulu we want to watch? Um, probably. We should I don't look know. I that. haven't like looked at Hulu. Thanks for that dark dispatch. Honest. Yeah. With or without commercials. Ooh. Yeah. Hulu questions. has separate options. You can pay more to not watch commercials. I'm sure that that's with commercials. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That 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 would be way too cheap. <laughs> um. I don't. I, I liked Hulu when I was using it. I I haven't used Hulu in a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Ever since uh. I, the Runaways was the last thing I had Hulu for. Interesting. I don't, does Hulu exist in Canada? 
I don't know. I wonder if Hulu... I if, think. Yeah, Robinson Hatton has too. It's Hulu in Canada. I, I had it when I was in the States, but I haven't had Hulu um, in a while, so I don't I don't actually know. Clarus is looking it up. Hulu is in Canada. No. No? No, you need a VPN. Oh, watch Hulu with a VPN. Well... Yeah. That's unfortunate. Interesting. Well, um, Angela says, I definitely think there's some plus and minus. On the plus side, I like the subscription-based gameplay is that games cost a lot of money. If you just want to test the gameplay once and don't have to play it every game after finishing it. On my side, I feel like they're ripping mm-hmm. off game developers in a way. Ubisoft Plus costs 15 euros a month. Mm. Wow. No, I'm sorry. I I'm, just... I'm a pass on that. We can split it 50-50. Here's the thing. I, I love that point you, you make about, you know, you can, like, try these a bunch of new games. Yeah. You know, it. you don't have to, like carefully pick and choose where you're going to spend your dollars. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you don't have a, a lot, you know, and you don't have to just, like, pick this one game and, like, hope that you really love it, which a lot of them, you know, if it's AAA and you know what it is, you probably know what you're getting. But that opportunity to, like, try some, like, smaller games, maybe that you don't know as well, maybe they didn't get, like, the hype that others did, I, I, I kind of love that idea, like, to be able to, like, experiment with different games because you might find something that you love. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. I think that a lot of games, a lot about what you said about AAA titles, I don't think a lot of, I think a lot of AAA titles come out broken. Yes. And, like, it's unfortunate that people spend $60 on them and they suck. Look at, but, like, seriously, like, look at Avengers. I'm not saying Avengers sucked. I had a lot of fun with it for a week. And mm-hmm. then I was done. <laughs> and yeah. I was told that it was going to be a game that I'd be coming back to all the time. And, like... It but that's what I that. mean. You you would have paid instead of like whatever sixty bucks for the game. Yeah. Sixty bucks for the game, you would have or like like seventy eight you know, Canadian or whatever. Yeah, you pay fifteen dollars for the month, and of that month, you play Avengers for the week, and then after that week is over, you you move on to something new. Sure, you know? I'm saying like the the difference here is that Ubisoft, it, it, like if that was like. Xbox Game Pass If it was Game Pass and you had a bunch... Yeah, yeah. Ubisoft is just Ubisoft. Like, $15 a month to have access to Assassin's Creed games is... It just, like, that doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, they would need to have quite an extensive uh, library, different options, I think, for for me to consider paying something like that. And granted, there are people who pay $15 a month to play World of Warcraft. So, like, you know, there's definitely people who are willing to pay that. Yeah. And, you know, to have access to every Assassin's Creed game is probably worth $15 a month to somebody. Totally. I just happen to already own every Assassin's Creed game, so I'm not, like, you know what I mean? Like, I... Yeah. Because that Steam summer sale, if you guys think that I'm, like, a high roller and I just bought them all full price, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I bought every one of them for, like, 70% off Steam summer sale. Also, y'all, the Steam autumn sale going on now. Go pick up some dang Vigi games. <laughs> the Mass Effect series is $10 a game right now. Wild. Super cheap. Yeah. Even Andromeda, the newest one. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I've played Andromeda. I've been thinking about it. People, people, there's a lot of people who don't like it, so I don't, I, I need to look into it to see if it's, like, worth buying. But, like, yeah, for 10 bucks. mixed reviews. I might do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, y'all, in some, uh, slightly disappointing news, uh, uh, Disney has unfortunately had to announce that it is adding 4,000 layoffs to yeah. its initially planned 28,000. Uh, bringing its uh, layoffs uh, in the first half of 2021 uh, to 32,000 layoffs. Um, yeah. That is most coming from the parks department, uh, and um, yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a it's a rough uh, bit of news to hear. Yeah, it's a lot of jobs. Yeah, I it, it's tough. I I I you know I got to give Disney props for hanging on for so long. They tried. They really they, tried. They did try. They furloughed everyone. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they did their best and it is what it is. Um but it still sucks. It sucks yeah. for all those people that are now jobless and Well, not yet. I mean, obviously this well, the, the, the they they're job they they're keeping their jobs through the end of the year. Okay. Which is but like that's you know, not nothing. No, no, it's not nothing. Um, through the Christmas season, that's you know, I think that that's really awesome. Um but it is sad to see, you know. Um, I think it's especially tough right now because there is no federal assistance going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the unemployment programs that people are on are, are, have ended. Uh, the one that I was on ended um, uh, at the end of mm-hmm. July. Uh, and there's not been a replacement of that since. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there's a lot of people who are hoping that come the new year, uh, particularly in the United States, that there will be some sort of job assistance 
um, some sort of federal assistance going out uh, to help uh, people like these parks employees who, you know, aren't rich. Like, the no. parks employees are not <laughs> living la vida loca. And their um, experience probably is not going to help them find a new job in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So. That's a problem I'm having. I'm trying to find a telemarketing job. Like, I'm trying to find a job, and I don't have the qualifications. Yeah, we're Slash, actors. I don't type fast enough. I, I never realized I was a bad typist until I had to take these typing tests for these virtual, like, remote jobs. And I, I, I don't type well, apparently. It's fine. I can't I pass this freaking test. I don't either. Yeah. You're, you're fine. Guys, we're actors. We don't have the skills. We don't have the For normal skills. jobs. <laughs> we just know how to talk. I, like, I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to, like, take a typing class. <laughs> Could you imagine? I no, mm-mm. I I couldn't do it. I like I can't. Ugh, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, don't why, know. I, I think the problem that. for me is I have to. It's you have to read it and type it, but I have to look at my hands to type. I can't. Yeah, type I can't. Without looking. I can't really type without looking either. I end um, up just screwing everything up. It's not good. Angus V says if your pronunciation is spot on, you can use text to speech. That's not a bad idea. I should have cheated. Oh my god, I oh cheated dear. so much in high school. Why am I not cheating now? Oh my god. Um, I'm not great at typing either. I need to look at the computer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, like, I remember my mom, you know, like, or I think it was my mom would be like, yeah, we had to take typing class in school. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I did not have that as a, growing up. You know, I learned cursive, but I didn't learn how to, like, type properly, mm-hmm. um, which is just interesting. <laughs> I can type quickly when it's from my own brain. When I'm thinking of it, because I just, I, because I look, because I can just look at the keyboard and then look up to make sure that I didn't mess anything up. Mm. I can type quickly. It's yeah. when I have to read something and type it at the same time that yeah. I get slowed down. Yeah, that's, you, you My know, mom would be so it. disappointed. My mother is an incredible typist. Um, yeah, I can't. My mom's just literally at a computer like... <laughs> I literally can't and like I feel like I type like often enough but I just Hunt and Peck uh, uh, something about Alex says it's called Hunt and Peck typing which is the perfect name for it that's hilarious amazing that is so funny I've never heard that before Alex but that is I'm using that. really funny mm-hmm. um, Dagon is saying start doing a typing test do them once a day for a week or two you'll get much better I just I don't want to <laughs> yeah I I, I'm I... going to I'm going to try and get better at it but I also don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to be actors, guys. I just want to do the job that I have a degree in. Yeah. Um, I just want to do the thing. You know that thing that I, that I spent my entire life putting every hour of my day into? That thing that doesn't exist anymore? I just want to do that. Yeah. That would be nice. That, that would be nice. <laughs> Rock me just laughing at us. Uh... Melabard is somewhere in between. He only uses his index and middle and need to kind of semi look at the keyboard. I use I use I use my ring finger and my thumbs. I use my thumbs a lot for that space bar. That God damn it. You entertain me daily. Blind Sierra says, um, Typer Shark game on Steam, uh, helped with his nephew's typing speed. Great. I'll, I'll we'll get, get it. You, we'll get you Typer Shark. <laughs> typing Shark. Do, do, do. Uh, Dark Dispatch says, if you have a degree, you might be able to work as an online tutor. I don't think anyone wants someone to be tutored in musical theater. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work on Zoom. Like so, uh, so class. What what year did Crazy for You come out, and how did it change musical theater? Mm. <laughs> you Crazy for You really? <laughs> That's the musical you went with. That's the one that came to mind. What wow. what can you what can you ask of me? Woof. So that's a big old woof. It's a fine show. It's just, it's, it's just I've never fine. seen it. It's fine. It's one. It's one of those like uh, Gershwin. It's got. It's Gershwin. Yeah, you're like that's another thing. Where you're like, I've heard these Gershwin songs in other shows, and now they're in this one too. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt about um. What was that one that Matthew Broderick just did? I can't even remember. I'm not sure. 
Yeah. I don't know. It was literally like, all right, you know those Gershwin songs you know? Here they are in a different musical with no plot. Um, Woof. Uh, hell, right now you can get someone from Hamilton to tour in musical theater. Yeah, Rock Mage. I, I actually, if you need that, I, I, I know some people. I could pass their information along to you. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Uh, they would probably love the work. Although they, they got to work, they, they were working, uh, the cast of Hamilton did get to do some work on the, uh, the parade yesterday, which was great. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, so the actors were brought in to work on the parade, thankfully, and they mm. were paid, thankfully, and, uh, I'm happy about that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah! Well... Yeah. Sorry to end on kind of a downer news with that, uh, Disney story. Is there any, po- is there anything, like, let's, pe- how can we pep up at the end here? It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Everybody. It's not going to feel like a weekend. No, I'm sorry. It's going to feel weird, y'all. I'm sorry. It's going to be weird. I can't believe I'm like getting in a car to drive for no. hours by myself. I'm sorry. I ha- you can call me. We haven't. Christmas! Christmas! No. That's true. December. Well, that's the other time with Christmas in December. It, that, the next week is December. I know. So we'll start time with Christmas then. I love Christmas. We'll only talk Christmas news in December. Great. Only Christmas-themed well, news in December. We will discuss a different Hallmark movie every morning on the morning show. In, you know, we could do it without watching any of them. Great. I'm going to I'm gonna summarize a Hallmark movie, every Hallmark movie for you. A tight, an uptight working woman from the city has to go back to her childhood hometown for the holidays. There she meets a lovable and charming and way too attractive man who is really about family and about the spirit of Christmas. Through some shenanigans, she ends up realizing that work isn't what's important, making babies for society is. This Christmas on the Hallmark Channel, leave your jobs, ladies, and get impregnated by hot men. I hated that! Her name is Holly. <laughs> because why the fuck not? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I just swore. Oops. I, oh, man. We were doing so well. Um, th- that's literally Hallmark movies. It's like, it's wow. like, it, every Hallmark, have you seen any of them? Uh, probably not. You should watch one. It's, it's hilarious. It's always like this woman who's like, I have to get back to the city for my career. And the guy's like, or you could just slow down and like appreciate Christmas. And she's like, oh, Mark, you know what? You're right. I am going to move to my hometown and leave my job and become a pro bono lawyer and stop making money and we're going to have children. And you're like... Like, that sounds like a nightmare. What? What happened in the last two hours? Well, um, I don't think I'm going to enjoy Hallmark movies, but we'll give one a try. I don't know if it's a Hallmark movie or a Lifetime movie, but the first one I ever watched was The Dolly Parton Christmas. Um, uh, and it was a Hallmark movie that was set in Dollywood. And I only watched it because Dolly Parton's name is in it and I love Dolly Parton. Fair. Um, and so I was like, I'll watch this. And, um, it was, it was, a, it was an experience. It was hilarious. Well, I guess that's what we're going to watch this Christmas. There's always, like, the great scene where the woman's like, you know what, I do like him, but I have to go back to the city. And her friend is like, do you, though? And anyone who's ever actually had a job is like, yeah, yeah. she can't, she has to at least give notice. Like, she can't just Just stop. doesn't show up, like... That's not how life works. That's not how being a lawyer works. Yeah. No, my clients will be fine without me. My clients... Uh, you know what? Screw them. Yeah. I'm going to stay here and have babies. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever seen a Hallmark Christmas movie, but I, I really couldn't tell you that for certain. Yeah. I will say this. Hallmark... I've seen... What is it? You make a lot of movies. Um, I will say this. You make a lot of them. Is it Love Actually that's like a bunch of different people? Rock Mage in the chat says, that's why it's important for the lumberjack to be a secret millionaire. Right, 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 right. often happens. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What's we have that whole spiel as a clip now. I, Dagon, I'm going to post that on my TikTok. That clip is going <laughs> straight to TikTok. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of which, you can follow us on all social media. You can. Nerdy, Nightly, and... And Clarus Dracaris. We're everywhere. Literally everywhere. Are you streaming tonight? Oh yeah, I th- I think I'm gonna do like a, a short little bonus stream later today uh, yeah. before I play Dead by Daylight with Fanta. So yeah. um, you know, come hang out for that. Um, y'all, I will be available in my DMs and whatnot over the weekend. Um, actually, I won't. I I I have Not a Canadian really. phone and I'm gonna be in my storage unit in the states. So I actually, you won't be able to reach me. But um, if you, you do, can reach me. If you do DM me, I will try and get back to you whenever I can. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to be gone for the weekend. Uh, so I just want you to know that I love y'all. You're dope and you're incredible people. And I will see you all for the Monday show because this is the nightly morning show. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern here on twitch.tv slash nightly. We're always live. And I will be back for the show Monday. I do promise, unless <laughs> I get detained in the You're States gonna for some be, reason. Stop it. Don't say that. Jesus Christ. Knock on wood. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, that's it. That's our show for today. That's guys. our show for today. Thank you guys for being here. This was a this was a weirdly fun one. It was great. It went a little places. We got a little dark. We, we got a little happy. You know what? It. I feel like I feel like the morning show is like a journey. Every day, it's a different journey that you go on. It starts somewhere and ends up somewhere completely different. And through the middle, it's like one of those weird like mazes you have to like get through the other side. You know what I mean? Are you saying that the morning show is the Hobbit? Yes. Wow. <laughs> in the middle of our show is Mirkwood Forest. Good luck getting through that. <laughs> Y'all, uh, thank you so much for being here. As we always say, my name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.